Good morning. It's August 27, 2023. You're on with the Czar and Coach. Uh, looking at today's uh, events in a minute, but uh, review yesterday. College football started up. Um, Navy kind of let me down. The Irish did what they had to do. They scored 42 points, but I thought Navy would score a little more than three. I was thinking about 17, which would have put us over, put us on the over. I liked that the over was going down from the original number, but uh, they ended up at 45 yesterday, just shy. And like always, they had their opportunities to uh, get a couple scores on there, but did not. Uh, and uh, later on in the afternoon, Coach Kill, uh, Coach Kill uh, let us down in New Mexico State, did not cover. In fact, they lost outright. So what did we learn? Well, I learned that the kid from USC yes, last night, I watched a little bit of him, is pretty darn good. And I think the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, are probably playing for that uh, that kid. But, uh, you know, I, I, I uh, discovered yesterday, Zar, that, that college football is sometimes best bet in-game. And I took the advantage last night uh, when I got – when I finally turned on the game at halftime, it was 28-14 USC. They were only up by 14 points. So I live bet them last night. I got them uh, minus 17 and a half at that point. And uh, that was at least I got one win on the day. Uh, But what I did learn from that is that I made some money last year, and I forget these things from year to year, but I I, college football and sometimes those big schools that don't – get it turned on right away and get in a tight game. Um, you know, you can make some money on those live bets. So, uh, you know, I kind of forgot about that, but, uh, no college football today. Preseason's ending. We're getting ready. A couple things I saw that were interesting last night. I saw Tom Brady was in the quarterback uh, room and in the, uh, Raider locker room prior to their game with the Cowboys last night. Uh, I saw some footage of that. So that's interesting. I forgot that he's now a full-fledged uh, minority owner of the the Las Vegas Knights or Las Vegas Raiders. So, uh, you know, him hanging around the team's only got to help that that quarterback room. It's think. my understanding. If that went through, he had to sign a a agreement that he would never come back and play for the for an NFL team again. Yep, and he did. I know that. everyone was all geeked up in Raiders. Everyone was yeah, in Las Vegas. Everyone was saying he's coming back. He's coming back. Come, you know, they're so jacked. Um, no, no, you can't, you can't be an owner and, um, be a quarterback. No, that's, that's against the rules. Right. So next week we're going to be all in on college football. Well, everybody should start playing next week. And then we got another week. We'll be into, uh, to the NFL. So, uh, week zero's under, under, uh, under our belts. And now we're heading into week one. I think, uh, I think that kid from, uh, from at that place where Notre Dame now, uh, Hartman at quarterback adds them a different dimension after watching that game. Uh, he was pretty calm and cool, unless Navy's just that bad. But I think Navy had some returning uh, defensive players and uh, a pretty good defensive team. And I'll tell you what, Hartman and Notre Dame went through them like Swiss cheese. So, you know, being a Notre Dame fan, I'm hoping that, that that's a, a, a caveat to the to the regular season. I hope they're uh, right up there for, uh, for a playoff spot. But we'll see. They got a tough schedule, so... We'll see, but they got another dynamic to that offense. But no football today, so we're into baseball, and I know today's Sunday's usually a pretty good day, right? Getaway day, uh, trying to avoid a sweep, those types of things. And I, and I know you've been looking at that today. So what do you what do you got for us today? In, on the yeah, just to put a close on, you know, I didn't want to interrupt you, but you know, you m- mentioned about something. You know, we talked earlier in the week how the playing the option 
when you have only one week to prepare, it's a totally different animal than an entire summer. And so, you know, in watching that Notre Dame game, I wasn't entirely surprised that they shut down Navy. Um, you know, I did bet a, a little bit more on the over than the under. And, and as I said yesterday, I, had, I ended up walking away a winner um, because of the boost that I used. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to end up walking away with a lot of money this weekend with all the boosts and free money, which is a great way to start the season. But, you know, sometimes you, you, you know, you overthink things. You know, we, we discussed that on, I think it was Thursday. And when we left that conversation, we both were of the mindset that, um, you know, Notre Dame was going to be prepared to shut down the option. Notre Dame would score some points. So, you know, I think that's another thing that we have talked about previously that you mentioned some things that you forget. Well, you know, sometimes your first instinct's the right thing. You know, the longer you wait and think and try to analyze, sometimes um, you, you, like I said, you, you start guess, second guessing yourself. Um, just sometimes it's best to go with the first instinct. Um, no, as far you're hundred percent right. I was all over the, uh, I was all over uh, Notre Dame, and then I just talked myself out of it as the week went on. But you're exactly right there. You got to go with your first, first instinct. Right, and the irony is the reason was because they had a they had an infinite amount of time to prepare for the option, which we both know as football coaches is huge. Right. So we went against what 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 we know as coaches works, and uh, and then result we turned a win into a loss. So, so be it. Let's move on. Um, baseball. I, I, uh, last yesterday I talked about Scherzer. So you probably have heard me say before I split my bet on those first five, I take even money on plus a half. So, uh, they were actually tied one, one at the end of five. So I pushed on the, the, um, the actual money line. And then I won on a plus zero five. So if you did that, congrats, you won. If you didn't, you pushed no, no harm, no foul. Um, there isn't really one of those automatic pitching matchups that I saw today um, that I normally play. So what I am going to do is I'm going to just, again, take every dog. Um, so, you know, the, uh, I'm going to take every, first of all, I'm going to take every team that's fighting the, the sweep, which is, I believe, Colorado, Kansas City, the Mets, San Francisco, Miami, uh, St. Louis, and San Diego. Um, I'll tread lightly on San Diego because Milwaukee's got seven wins in a row and I don't like to bet into a hot streak, but, um, that is, I guess you could say the same about Colorado on the flip side, cause they've lost six in a row. Uh, but anything under five games streaks, I usually play them. And then any other games I'll play the dogs. So, you know, I'm probably going to be playing the entire slate again today. Uh, I've done well with that. When I say, well, I don't mean I'm. I'm buying a new house, of course, but uh, I do, <laughs> I do, I do end up being successful. And I did want to mention um, two weeks ago, I was on the show and I said that in preseason, I often take every dog. Well, I did that again this week and I'm not going to go through the numbers, but if you have a chance, go back and look at the record of every dog plus the spread in the NFL preseason this final week. And uh, you'll get an idea of how I've done. So, so anyway, um, let's just say I have a smile on my face. Um, so, so moving forward after today, um, Coach and I talked about possibly adjusting our schedule to mirror college and NFL. So just be prepared for that. You know, there's no need coming on the show on a, you know, on a morning that there's absolutely nothing going on. Um, 
you know, unless we have a visitor or something like that, then maybe we make an exception. But um, we're here to share sports information that you can use. And we know that the day of is the 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 day of or the day before perhaps is the freshest information. So we want to make sure that um, we provide that to you guys. So just moving forward, giving you guys a heads up. Um, that's something we talked about. But that's and, that's all for my end. And yesterday, I did not mention this, but but it, it is always an automatic bet for me. And Messi played last night, and I, I've made so much money on him that I put this bet in on on Wednesday, I believe, for him to score. I will always bet for him to score and for them to win, uh, because that's I, I've just made so much money on it right now that I'm playing with house money. But it's going to be an automatic bet. It, it won last night. I almost forgot this morning that I put it in on Wednesday. I'm not going to continue to mention that, but that's always an automatic bet for me. I'm going to bet him the score as long as he's going to play. Yesterday, he only played about 35 minutes. And what did he do? He scored. Did you happen to see, and, and this is the last I'll, I'll talk about this, he got a pass inside in the angle of which he passed the ball to the corner and then got it passed back to him. But the angle at which he hit his teammate, on the right side was simply amazing. And I don't know if I'll ever see and not, not that I've watched a, a lot of soccer, but what he did and you'll see it on the highlights on ESPN is simply unbelievable. And, and I, you know, I don't, I'm not a soccer person. I never claimed to be, but, but I, I think that was the equivalent of watching uh, some of the special things that Michael Jordan did on the field. It, it was simply amazing. So I, let me ask you a question. If I w have watched every messy game and watch last night. Does that make me a soccer person? It may, it may. Did you, did you see that though? Did you see when he came? I watched, I wa yeah, I watched the game. Um, how he maneuvered between in the, in the, I don't know what they call it, the box, how he maneuvered and got that pass off to the right. I just, I don't know how he did it. It was unbelievable. Yeah. They rested all their guys, Joseph Martinez, Busquets, uh, Messi. They rested all those guys. I think Jordi uh, Alba was the only one that came in I, during the first half. I, I don't think he started. So, I mean, they're four studs. They didn't start and then they didn't play the other three until the second half and they were up one zero. So they were pretty, pretty happy. And when Messi come in, they're, they're trying to load manage him a little bit to make sure that, you know, he, nothing he doesn't get overused, you know, cause he did play every single minute of that league's play tournament pretty much uh, outside the first game. But, um, you know, after that he played pretty much every minute. So, so I think they're trying to, trying to balance that. So that's one of the things that, um, I didn't say yesterday. We didn't talk about soccer, but be careful with messy bets. Um, just monitor how much he's playing. Cause some of those venues, um, have turf, if he's playing on turf, he won't play. That's in his contract. Just that's a little known fact. Um, again, not a soccer guy, but I guess I, I know a lot of soccer stuff. Um, <laughs> the, he, I, he, 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 if, if they're playing on turf somewhere, uh, artificial turf, he won't play. So just be aware that they're managing his time. Like yesterday was, was, I knew that going in. So like you could bet Messi in the second half only, um, you know, cause there's not some uncertainty whether he'll come in in the first half or not, but you get a better number. So just, just kind of something to keep an eye out. If you want to, want to, if you're able to watch the game or monitor the game and you want to do that, you probably get better odds in the second half on those guys. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm just right now I've made so much and, and anyone who bets him anytime goal, I've made so much money on him that I have some, uh, some money to play with. I think, uh, as long as he's, he's on the field, uh, 
uh, he's got a chance to score. And I don't, I don't even know if it's like for five minutes, if he's on the field, he's got a chance to score and New York. And what I liked about the, the, the team yesterday is in the beginning, they really, New York had some opportunities to score. Their goalie was playing really well. And some of the other guys were playing really well on defense too. Uh, they had like three wide open shots and they just played really well. Uh, so, you know, with, with him on the, on the bench, some of their better guys on the bench, some of those other teams are, are starting to pick up pick or some of the other players are starting to pick it up a little bit and, and playing well. Also, I think he's lifted his, all his teammates, but, uh, enough about that. Uh, I got my first fantasy football draft today. I got the number eight pick, uh, this afternoon. I'll tell you what, some guys that I'm targeting, uh, with the eight pick, I like, you know, uh, an eight pick with some good value is the kid out of, uh, Atlanta Robinson, who they've drafted from Texas. I think 12, wait, coach 12 man league. Yes. It's, I'm sorry, 12 man league. And it's a half a point PPR. So, uh, that's my first draft this year. And, uh, the eighth pick I'm looking at guys, guys I'm targeting for the eighth pick. I like the Robinson kid out of Atlanta. Atlanta runs the ball a ton. Uh, he's he's really good catching the ball on a backfield. I've seen some clips on him in camp. I think he was the, the eighth overall pick that they picked. And, and Arthur Smith, they ran the ball a ton last year, uh, Atlanta, and they ran the ball well. So that's a, that's a guy. Tony Pollard is a, probably another guy. If you notice, I'm I'm targeting uh, running backs that that catch the ball out of the backfield, especially. I mean, it's only a half PPR, but I I think I would. That's my philosophy from here on end. If you look at the the uh, the backfield situation in the NFL, you're not getting backs. Uh, you, you got a Derrick Henry, but that's that's not the typical of the NFL now. They want guys that can catch the ball out of the backfield. They can get guys in space. The guys like Pollard, uh, the guy like Robinson, guys like Derrick Henry and, and Nick Chubb. Uh, you know, you only got really two or three of those guys in the league that are going to be full-time pound the ball type of guys. Uh, and even then they get taken out on third downs for, for, uh, for a back who can catch the ball, uh, with my number two pick, some guys that I'm really targeting. I love, I love Garrett Wilson, uh, the jets. I think that's going to be him and Rogers are going to have a, uh, a great uh, combination. They've been c- compared to Devonte Adams and Rogers when they were in their prime in in uh, in uh, Green Bay. So I think that's going to be great. A guy that I'm kind of targeting. I got a little note here is Chris Olive from New York, uh, New Orleans Saints. He had a pretty good rookie season, uh, but Derek Carr is top five in deep ball rate and deep ball completions. And what does uh, Chris Olive like to do? He likes to go deep. And he and I think that's going to be a great combination uh, this year. And I think that'll be I think that'll be Carr's number one receiver. So uh, that's a guy that I, I like to tar- target. I, I also like the kid out of San Francisco, Brandon Yuck. Is that how you say his name? I, I know you were a fan of that guy too. Ayuk. Yeah, Ayuk. That's it. Well, Brock Brock Purdy, who seems to be the starter, that combo. He he really loved that guy. And uh, here's a, here's a guy that's coming up. Last season, he had 75 receptions, a thousand yards, and eight touchdowns. And and he also tied San Francisco in the red zone targets. So he could be a top 15 wide receiver uh, that that no one's uh, thinking about. And uh, I, while while I do like Debo Samuel, he gets hurt a lot. He's, he seems to, you know, he's a physical player. They like to run him on those jets and, and get creative ways to get him the ball, but he takes his hits. So, uh, you know, I like that kid. I like his, I like his chemistry with, uh, with Brock Purdy. I think that'll be, and I, another guy that I'm, that I'm, uh, got on my list and targeting this will be the last guy I talk about is Darren Waller for, he's now with the giants. He was a Raider. 
Uh, the kid's got ton, tons of talent. He was banged up last year, but but in years past, he's he's been pretty good. And uh, Daniel Jones and uh, the coach over at the Giants, uh, what's his name, uh, the ball, the old offensive coordinator for Saban, and then he was uh, I forgot who else he was with, but he's he loves to use the tight end. And you know Waller, I think he really enjoyed getting Waller from from Las Vegas, and I think uh, you know they're calling him Waller the Baller in New York. Uh, this is a tight end that you can pick up probably in the, in the fifth or sixth round, maybe even the uh, seventh round. And I think you're going to get real good production, maybe number one production there. So those are some guys I'm looking at other guys that, that, that I think they're going to be sleepers that, that maybe some people are talking about, but this Jordan Addison kid, he's the number two. I think he's going to be the number two receiver in Minnesota. Uh, you know, if you watch clips of his, uh, they got rid of Adam Thielen. I think they feel really good about this kid. They drafted Jordan Addison, Addison. I think he's going to be a stud. He's got the talent, uh, I think he's going to get. I think he's going to get his targets, and he's going to be opposite Jefferson. And I think that's a, a advantageous uh, position to be in. Okay, and you know, I got one more that I got circled to is I want this kid George Perkins bad uh, from the Steelers. He's an explosive, fun receiver to watch, and I think he's just going to keep getting better. Uh, the things you see on uh, about Pickens in camp is just unbelievable. I think he has potential to be a top ten receiver. Uh, in targets and in yards, this, this kid's good. And it looks like Pickett in year two is his growth just based on the offseason numbers. I think he's 13 for 15. I watched him a little bit. I think it was Thursday night. He looked great running the offense. You know, if they have the, if they have their guy in Pickett, I think Pickens could have a great year opposite Johnson on the other side. So those are just some guys that I'm looking at today that if they're, they're near, uh, where I'm drafting, I, those are guys that I'm going to try to target. I think they're they're all in 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 line for for a big season. So is, is your league a keeper league? It is not. It is not. So, coach, let me uh, listen to you talk. Let me. I won my league last. I don't. I don't gloat, you know. But you know, <laughs> it's like, hey, it's like the guy that scores a touchdown. He doesn't spike the ball. He just hands it to the ref. That's me in fantasy. Okay, so I, I'm going to share some fantasy gold throughout the year occasionally, but I don't like to tip off the people in my league. Uh, but um, let me let me just tell you one piece of gold that I got rolling in. We had a we have a league, keeper league. I drafted a certain individual 16th round last year and kept him through the entire season. That's part of the rule. And I get him in the 12th round automatic this year. You can have one keeper. Coach, how would you like to have Wilson as your receiver in the 12th round? Would you oh, like that? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I, I was able to watch, I don't know if you noticed, but they played Rodgers for a series yesterday and I was able to watch the chemistry between them. It, it's going to be fun. I, you know, I, and I did not like Rodgers because I was, the things he's doing with the Jets right now are the things that he did to my Bears for years. So it aggravated me, but him and Wilson have a great connection. I think Wilson's going to be a top five receiver, if not top three in fantasy football. I think they have a great connection, but that that's a great that's a great pick uh, to have this year. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. Uh, next time we're on, I'll share something else that I'm trying to avoid in fantasy, and I'll explain why. But uh, for the moment, I will. I think that's uh, all right. I will share my team when uh, after the draft. When next time we're on, I will uh, I will share how I did on my draft and my reasoning why. All right, but well, like always, uh, let's win this day. Yeah, win the day. Win a day. Bye.